Welcome to the number one radio health talk show in America, the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Dr. Martin is a chiropractic physician, a board-certified clinical nutritionist, and diplomate of the American Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. The information presented on this show is educational in nature. Please consult your own health care provider regarding your personal health care and wellness issues. Got a health-related problem or challenge? Not feeling well, and you just don't know where to turn or what to do? Dr. Bob Martin is here for you and will do his very best to answer your health question. The KTAR News call-in number to ask Dr. Martin a health question or to make a health-related comment is 602-277-5827. That's 602-277-KTAR. 602-277-KTAR. It's the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Being my friend, I said you call Dr. Robert. Now that it is, and you have entered a healing zone where people tune in each week to learn about the latest news about health and wellness, and most importantly, how to get healthy and how to stay healthy naturally. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to this hour of the Dr. Bob Martin Show. I'm Dr. Bob. Here in the capacity of taking your phone calls on the topic of health, should you have a health concern, a health problem, a health quagmire, some type of a health dilemma or issue, I'll do my very best to help you out. All you have to do is step over to your telephone and call in and tell Dr. Bob where it hurts. 602-277-5827. 602-277-KTAR. Taking questions on the topic of health. General questions, whatever it may is on your mind. Uh, from headaches to hemorrhoids, aches to shakes, pimples to prostate problems, eczema to erectile dysfunction, sinus problems to stomach aches, neuropathy to nerve-related, whatever it may be. Uh, our number again into the show, 602-277-5827. Now, coming up. This hour, we're going to have this week's installment of the Health Alternative of the Week. That's going to be, I think, simplistically interesting to you, so stick around for that. But we're going to begin this hour with a very troubling, shocking to some people, government-funded study that finds that routine childhood vaccines... We're talking about everything from measles, mumps, rubella, tetanus, uh, diphtheria, all of it. All 74 shots that go into the arms and vaccines that go into the arms of children all the way up to age 18, 74, can raise the risk, potentially, of a respiratory disease we call asthma which can be a lifelong disability. It has been a question pondered by scientists for decades. What's going to happen if we continue to add on more vaccines uh, to the schedule uh, than are already existing? And maybe now we have finally started to see the fallout of that in the government putting out this shocking report based on their own study that they funded 
Now a federally funded study has found a possible link. And I think there's a link. They're always going to tamp it down a little bit so people don't get too shook up and too upset. A possible link between vaccines, common childhood vaccines containing aluminum, that's the key, aluminum. Oh my gosh, you mean there's aluminum in those injections that I've been allowing my pediatrician to inject into my child's arm or butt? Really? Aluminum? Why? Well, because that's the preservative, the adjuvant that they put into vaccines. Uh, As you may recall, not long ago, they removed aluminum, methyl mercury, or or removed uh, mercury, rather, methyl mercury in, in the vaccines, except for, of course, the flu shots, they still contain them. So every time you get a flu shot, hello, mercury in your bloodstream and brain and everywhere else. And now, they, of course, they can't take out all the uh, preservatives, so they're leaving the aluminum in. And a, it causes, a apparently, they believe now, a higher risk of asthma in children. The results show the children who received all or most of their routine childhood shots had a whopping 36% higher risk of being diagnosed with persistent asthma by age 5 than kids who got fewer vaccines or none at all, like all six of my children. The study doesn't claim aluminum causes the breathing condition and instead suggests a casual association there's where we get the spin and the tamping down of and the you know patting on the back and the dilution of the message more work is needed to confirm the connection and why and find out why just why it has been or not been detected before now well aluminum has been used as an additive in vaccines since the 1930s folks 1930s for infection, for uh, infections like tetanus and hepatitis and uh, flu and, and you know shots like that. Even if the link was confirmed, here's the real spin. They're coming out of uh, Dr. Matthew Daly, who is from uh, the, the uh, study lead author at the Colorado University. Uh, of health sciences where I've actually uh, lectured there for the, at the medical school there. He says, the, life threat, the life-saving benefits of vaccines are still likely to outweigh the asthma risk. Uh, well, what did you expect him to say? Uh, you know, in, he's in the trenches. He's in the, uh, the, the system. He's in, he's a bro. Uh, he's going to say that. He has to say it. He's going to support his ongoing research. I mean, that's how they get funded through the pharmaceutical companies. And if they cut off their head, they're going to not get the funds and things dry up. I get it. Cover, you know, sort of, however, the relationship is sort of like cover. It's like a um, it's like a wolf guarding the hen house, so to speak. But it's possible that if the results are found to be accurate by further research, it could prompt new work to redesign vaccines. Folks, this stuff's been going into the vaccine since the 1930s. 
and now we're going to, and now we're just finding out about this stuff? I mean, they they removed the, the, the mercury, the methyl mercury, years ago because, well, let's just put it this way. There was a big cover-up at the CDC uh, about the connection between autism and uh, uh, mercury in the brain of children who get vaccines. But that's a whole other subject, which I have covered a lot over the years. not going to get into it. I know it's the holy grail of all the medical system vaccines. And I'm not telling you not to have childhood vaccines or to get childhood vaccines. I'm just reporting the news here. Don't shoot the messenger. This is, this is brand new, shocking news to some not yours truly, uh, government-funded, so it's sort of like, okay, well, you know, who is really doing this? Was it those evil people that are the anti-vaxxers that are funding this and saying this? No, it's your government. You know, and, and those agencies associated with the government that are there medically, CDC, FDA, you name it, NIH, that are not going to like this. Because it flies in the face of what they do every day, and that is to push vaccines. The more, the better. There's not a vaccine they don't like, ever, ever. And uh, bring them on more. You know, let's, let's move it from, well, they already have, so to speak, from 74, which is uh, what uh, children have by the time they reach the age of majority, 18, 74, but it's rising. Now, of course, they're demanding... Uh, Two more shots, and, and then on top of that, two more boosters of, you guessed it, COVID shots. And in some cases, mandatorily, and some patients uh, or some uh, parents are even caving to this. Yep, safe and effective. Uh, not, and no mention of other adjuvants, uh, like uh, in this article, for example, like methylmercury, uh, as in the case of flu shots. Of course, you're going to have uh, immediately people decrying flawed study. Flawed study will be their only fallback on this one. I can just hear it happening already, guaranteed. So, again, it's once again, it's the caveat emptor, buyer beware, parents trying to do the best thing on behalf of their children, doing what their pediatricians and the medical system says. In other words, get it, get those shots so those uh, those benign safe or those benign childhood diseases don't kill your child. That's the fear mongering that continues to go on to this day. And if that doesn't work, they go with the polio stuff, right? All right, that's fine. All right, we're going to um, uh, now remind you that uh, coming up this hour, we will be uh, providing for you a health uh, alternative of the week, and it's uh, it's simplistically brilliant in my opinion. And sometimes simplicity is better than complexity. I, I think, and you know, I think you're going to find this to be the case. But you know, just in case, stick around for that. That is sponsored by Natural Grocers, this week's health alternative of the week. I mean, the question becomes, who needs name brands? Well, when you have the Natural Grocers brand, you're going to be set, you're going to be good to go. Natural Grocers' private label section is over 850 products strong and growing, whether you're craving a 
you know, something that you want to eat, uh, or you're on a budget, or an elevated uh, frozen pizza handmade in Italy. Uh, certainly, a natural grocer's brand has all the goods that you need. Exceptional standards, premium quality, always affordable prices, and you will be happy. Find the closest natural grocer's store to where you live or work on their website at naturalgrocers.com. That's naturalgrocers.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. Check out Dr. Bob's website, listen to the show live online, hear past shows, read breaking health news and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor, that's D-O-C-T-O-R, bob.com. All right, we are back with you here on the Dr. Bob Martin Show. If you want to join us here on the program, should you have a health-related question about yourself or somebody else and you'd like to call into the show to get help, I'm here for you. I will do my very best to help you out. The number into the show is 602-277-5827, 602-277-KTAR. And remember, too, the only bad health question is the one you may not be asking. So call in now. Tell Dr. Bob where it hurts. 602-277-5827. We begin with Sharon, and Sharon is calling in from Scottsdale. Welcome to the program, Sharon. Hello. Hi, I'm Sharon. Yes, how can I help you, Sharon? Dr. Martin, please tell me, help me, what is going on? Now, so the iPads under my eye, it just started like this year. I'm not sure if it's uh, due to aging or what, but my iPads are swelling under my eye. And my eyelids, the the skin under my eyes seems to be crinkling. I don't know if this is pressure. I did the uh, allergy shot. I did the antibiotics. Nothing. I have to treat it every day because sometimes the skin is raw. Mm-hmm. Do you? Can you help me with that? Well, I'll give it my best shot. You know, sometimes those little you're talking about those little uh pillow swellings that are underneath your eye right sort of their outcropping right, right. this sort of like a below the eye but on the cheek yes ma'am okay so they usually uh, show up in people and it could be a number of things but the most common of which we typically see are people who are having some type of kidney problem and it could be subclinical it may not even show up in a like a creatinine blood test yet or urine analysis or a blood urea nitrogen test it may not show up yet it just it may be that uh, it, it, sometimes the uh, chinese you know traditional chinese medicine looks at it that way like there could be some kidney problems i see it often in people who have allergies and that could be to foods or excessive salt in the diet can cause fluid accumulation which can pool in that area or you may be on some type of a new medication that prior to this cropping up may be generating that. It could be something related to your immune system that's going on. You know, the the study of facial uh, things, the you know, 
has been out there for a long time. Uh, there's a name for it, uh, physiognomy, I believe, if I recall. Physiognomy, studying facial features to try to you know, get a handle on what's going on with a person. Now, you can't rely on it solely, and you never should. You need to rely on you know, talking to the patient, examining the patient, doing other objective tests, including blood tests, urine tests, etc., to try to get to the bottom of it. Because we don't know by just looking at somebody's face, even though they have those little... Uh, little pools of fluid kind of pillows underneath their eye, what exactly it means. Because one person, it could mean that their kidneys are strained. The other person, it could be they just didn't get enough sleep, or they're dehydrated, or they ate too much salt, or drank too much alcohol. So there's a number of reasons for it. You're wise enough to go, you know what? This wasn't here six months ago, or even a month ago, and why is it showing up? Your body gives you outwardly signs to try to get your attention. It's kind of like an idiot light on the dashboard of your face saying, Hello, Sharon, would you please find out why you are failing to function optimally inside and uh, to give you that message because you're not listening to me on other fronts i'm going to give you this uh, external cue here underneath your eye and hopefully you'll spot it oh you spotted it okay now you investigate it so from this point forward uh, Sharon, you would then say, okay, so I'm going to go through, I'm going to find out, you know, does my blood look normal? How's my urine test? Well, you know, do a, a survey. How Did I take, start any medications beforehand? Blood and urine is okay. No medications. Okay. So there's got to be a reason. There's And, and it, you need a good investigator, i.e. a healthcare provider, to try to help find that out. Because it's going to be difficult because you can't put your finger on it because there's a lot of moving parts that are going on here in your lifestyle and what you're doing, but it's there somewhere. And it may be subclinical at this point, but showing up on your face as a clinical sign that something's going on. Because it's certainly, I can tell you this for, for sure, this is not about your astrological sign or your age per se, because there are people that are have your same astrological sign and probably older than you that do not have these big fluid pillows underneath their eyes, right? right? So it's abnormal. We can agree to that. Now you just have to investigate with somebody that you know and trust to try to get to the core of it and then correct make corrective measures for that, whether that's be diet, lifestyle, or changing something up that is impairing or interfering with the normal function of your body and therefore it shows up in the physiognomy of your face, which is an outwardly sign that there's something out of balance. And I'm, you're very wise, Sharon, because a lot of people go, oh, okay, I guess it's just I'm getting old. Yeah, that's it. I'm old. Accept it. And then whatever is causing those fluid bags under your eyes, which a lot of people just cake the makeup on to cover it up and just go about their day. No, there's meaningful. And everybody's going to get some of it some of the time, just due to a whole bunch of different factors. But if it looks really out of sorts for you and is unusual and pronounced, it's time to get evaluated. All right. I thank you so very much for your phone call. I'm going to take another quick call here before the end of the hour. Here is Heather in Mesa. Welcome to the Dr. Bob Martin Show. Heather, hello. Hi, Dr. Bob. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I've had better days. 
So I have a question. Um, I want to know what you know about Morgellons disease and and what your opinion is of it because I have a situation I'm dealing with and I had a dermatologist tell me that it's Morgellons disease, but doing the research I've been doing, it's not good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's been a lot of conjecture about Morgellons. Just for people who know, Morgellons is a, a disease affecting the skin. Usually, people feel like there's crawling bugs and parasites and and and, and thin things going on, strange rashes, feelings. Uh, it's hard to do, really pin it down because everybody's experience is a little bit different. But you know, many of these major medical associations believe it's all in your head, and yes. <clears throat> they may be. You know, they may be right because it could be something related to your nervous system which is certainly in your head your brain your central nervous system so uh, but i don't think it's what a lot of people think you know they they perceive it as something crawling underneath their skin like they're infested with parasites or they got ants under their skin or something like that i think it's something more uh subdued and and certainly something not you know, clinical and pathologic. I think it has to do with the nervous system and or the uh, ancient Chinese or Japanese or Korean or whatever meridian system, which has to do with the uh, channels of electromagnetic energy around the body being out of balance. So uh, think in terms of, um, you know, unconventional treatment when it comes to this because there's no lab test that's going to say, oh yeah, here it is, Heather. Here's why your skin is crawling all day long and you feel like there's ants crawling underneath there. Here's the reason and you probably have had doctors already checking you out for that. Maybe the dermatologist to see if it's an, you know rash or an infection or something, but I think it's, at least the ones I've had experience with and I've had plenty, uh, we have been able to help people to a degree by balancing their immune system out your immune system is controlled through your nervous system and your nervous system is sort of like that's that track that's running right alongside the electromagnetic system called the meridian system there's 12 different meridians throughout the body and this is what the doctors of acupuncture deal with they balance that out with the hope that wherever it's going, wherever it's ending up in the tissues, organs, and glands, and cells, that they calm down and you don't get those sensations telling you something's wrong. Same thing with your nervous system. The chiropractic physician would be the doctor of choice first to get a thorough nervous system evaluation to figure out, is this a nervous system imbalance where there's some type of messaging imbalance, some type of impedance, some type of a blockage somewhere that's throwing weird, strange, hypersensitive reactions to your skin? Because remember, your skin is innervated through nerve tissue, and that nerve tissue comes from your spine, and those spinal bones and vertebrae can get misaligned or subluxated, and it can start this whole process down this path. So I would check with the doctor of chiropractic and then an acupuncturist and see if they can help balance this out. That's a good starting point. Don't you know divorce your uh, dermatologist quite yet either. All right, I hope that helps you out. Uh, question on this question, Heather. Appreciate your phone call. Good health to you. We're going to take a short break and come back. And when I do, I'm going to be talking about the doctor who claims, or actually doctors, plural, claiming that obesity is a brain disorder 
just like ADHD and uh, and uh, other brain-related problems. We'll have that just after this break. Stay with us. It's the Dr. Bob Martin Show here on KTAR News. All right, Dr. Bob Martin back with you. Coming up a little bit later, we're going to have this week's Health Alternative of the Week, sponsored by Natural Grocers. Stand by for that. And also, I'm going to be talking about how doctors at Baylor College of Medicine are believing now that obesity which is a crisis in our country and on the rise, should be considered a brain disorder like autism and ADHD, but yet obesity currently is regarded as a behavioral disease, you know, a pattern of destructive choices people make when they're putting too many calories in their body. They're thinking, no, 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 this is a brain disorder uh, of which we have no control over that happens sometime in childhood. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. But, you know, consider this. America suffers more cancer deaths per capita than the country of Mexico, south of here, the country south of here, Ethiopia, uh, Iraq. The list goes on and on. That's what the data is suggesting with the country ranking, that is the United States, ranking 81st for fatalities from the disease we call cancer is not acceptable. You should not accept it. I know you're thinking to yourself, and a lot of people do, they get they get brainwashed into believing, hey, look, if I get the big C and I do mean cancer, I'm going to get the best care possible right here in the U.S. <laughs> uh, not so much maybe call your travel agent in past years, but there's still hope. Figures compiled by the World Health Organization showed the U.S. trails behind many less developed nations in the cancer death per year uh, statistics. But, you know, I used to, years and years ago, I used to tell people, look, okay, conventional, the conventional medical system is not good when it comes to cancer. They do great things in some areas like save lives, but cancer to me is not one of them. And I used to actually send people to Mexico. Well, the good news is I don't have to do that anymore because of Brio Medical Center right here in our own backyard in beautiful Scottsdale. Experts we know believe and the research shows that about 70% of all cancers are due to imbalances in one's nutritional status and or toxic exposure to some environmental toxin or poison that has burdened our bodies and then finally the immune system breaks and the disease called cancer develops. So ask yourself the question, how will giving chemotherapy a poison that destroys the human immune system going to benefit somebody who's struggling with a disease like cancer? Same question with radiation, excuse me, and the same question with surgery. How can anything conventional oncology offer a way to rebalance the system and detoxify people? Well, it can't. The vast majority of the time, conventional cancer treatments fail to help and often make cancer worse. There is hope, however. If you understand that there exists something referred to as holistic oncology, which you should look into if you have cancer, you're currently in a cancer program or cancer treatment process, or you know somebody who's struggling with cancer and they're not making it, um, you should contact the, the doctors over at Brio Medical Center. Now, I went to Brio Medical Center to check them out. 
I spoke to many of their patients who failed to respond to conventional cancer treatment. In fact, many of, many of them told me that chemo or radiation or the surgery they had made them worse. They found help at Brio Medical Center in Scottsdale. They do incredible things there. They have holistic, integrative cancer treatments using the most advanced, scientific, evidence-based cancer-killing therapies to help cancer of all types and cancer of all stages. It's called holistic oncology. Find out what they do. You can kill cancer cells. You can starve them to death without damaging the patient. Call Brio Medical to find out more about what they do at 844-411-2746. Even though this is a toll-free number, they're right here in Scottsdale, Arizona. 844-411-2746. Or their website, briomedical.com. B-R-I-O medical.com. 844-411-2746. For Brio Medical. This is the Dr. Bob Martin Show on KTAR News. Check out Dr. Bob's website. Listen to the show live online. Hear past shows. Read breaking health news and more at drbob.com. Spell out doctor. That's D O C T O R, Bob.com. All right, and we are back. Let's get into the obesity uh, should be considered a brain disorder postulation here. You know, when, I, when something like this pops up out of nowhere, I think to myself, you know, somebody is, you know, being creative here in the possibly the creating of another whole drug line to treat a whole bunch of uh, problems that don't exist. Well, we know obesity exists, but is it really a brain disorder or is it a behavioral problem? Well, um, they're trying to put obesity in the same class as autism. Attention Deficit Hyperactive Disorder, ADHD, and Asperger's Syndrome. And uh, so this is a problem because it's coming out of a research institute, Baylor College of Medicine. Researchers have made the recommendation after a study indicated obesity was partly caused by changes in the brain during childhood. Obesity is currently regarded as a behavioral disease, a pattern of destructive choices people make that damages their health. But Dr. Harry McKay from Baylor College of Medicine in Texas said, rethinking this could be the key to stopping the worldwide obesity epidemic. No mention of uh, the uh, onset of uh, ingestion of fast foods during childhood that we inculcate the young people too that they can just drive up to the window they get a big dose of uh, greasy fries they get a big mac or something else of greasy nature with no virtually no fiber in it they all day long sit in front of a boob tube or uh, are on their electronic devices all day long in a sedentary position not burning calories just sitting there no, no, no conversation about that. Well, the number of Americans who are obese has been surging for decades, with four in ten now medically 
they say in their words here. I don't. I hate to use the F word, too fat. Uh, President Joe Biden recently announced his plan for the biggest crackdown on obesity in 50 years. Just like he said that during the campaign that he's going to he's going to find a cure for cancer. He's going it's going to happen during his presidency. He's going to find the cure for cancer. It's going to have make it happen, right? Well, it includes mandatory nutrition labeling that uh, that uh, the Biden administration wants to do in the front of the food uh, products to highlight snacks that are too fatty, too sugary, and salty. Now, I'm all in favor of that full disclosure. Absolutely. Let's bring it. That needs to happen because the food companies, the food manufacturers have gotten away with, <clears throat> can we say, murder by fork and spoon over the years. And the criteria for food makers to market their products as healthy will also be stricter under the new plans. The new study in mice looked at epigenetics, the study of the brain development, determining which genes will and will not be used in different cell types. The Texas researchers over there at Baylor College found that only one part of the brain called the arcuate nucleus undergoes a lot of epigenetic changes in very early childhood. No mention here of all the uh, environmental uh, xenoestrogens that children are exposed to as they're going through puberty uh, with all the plastics and the crap that's in the environment at all. It's all about having this be considered a brain disorder for which I guarantee the pharmaceutical companies are going to gin up the cure in the form of a peel, in the form of a Appeal, appeal uh, to solve the brain disorder, uh, which is uh, a, it almost reminds me of solving the chemistry imbalance for depression that was foistered upon the population. There is no such thing as a chemistry. We've never been able to measure it. They can't measure it, but they are certainly willing to give you a SSRI drug to try to solve it. And uh, and the beat goes on. And recently uh, we spoke about that here on the show as well. So you just never know, folks. It's, it is uh, a scary world out there, but knowing more about it, uh, the more you know, the better you're going to be. And hopefully we're going to provide some of that in our small little world here on this radio show but continue your learning process and becoming your own best doctor most of the time we're going to take a short break and come back when we do we have for you this week's health alternative of the week that'll be sponsored by natural grocers you're tuned into the dr bob martin show here on ktar news all right, Dr. Bob Martin, back with you. Uh, shortly here, we're going to have for you this week's health alternative of the week, and that is sponsored by Natural Grocers. Are you looking for unprecedented quality at an always affordable price? Natural Grocers brand of vitamins and supplements are poised to fill the void of murky credentials and dubious quality that swamp the online marketplace. Natural Grocers' range of vitamins, herbs, and precision formulas are priced to be accessible to everyone while actually providing pure, potent ingredients and the best in good house or good manufacturing practices. Their name is their seal of trust, time-tested, evidence-based, and family vouched for because when it comes to unprecedented quality, names matter. So enjoy your food and supplements and the rest of Natural Grocers brand supplements. Visit their 
website to find the store closest to where you live or work at naturalgrocers.com. Naturalgrocers.com. Time now for this week's health alternative of the week. This is simply divine, and it should be. We want to make it as simple as possible here. Uh, It's a great snack, uh, especially for people who uh, are health conscious that understand that they're not eating the nine, seven to nine, you know, uh, versions of or servings of fresh fruits and vegetables each day. You're just not meeting that need, which all organizations say that you need to get in order to get the nutrients and the fiber and the vitamins, minerals, all that into your body. So why not switch over to the organic grapes? Consuming organic grapes over general, regular grapes that you find in the prototypical grocery store. Organic grapes have a high nutrient mass, including vitamin C and other antioxidants. Studies have found that organic grapes are sweeter with higher levels of antioxidants and phytonutrients compared to conventional grapes bought in conventional grocery stores. Grapes are bursting with nutrients, including vitamins B, C, K, potassium, minerals, lutein, quercetin, fiber, they have it all. They are famous for, of course, to the resveratrol content in their skins. And resveratrol, we know from studies, is good for your heart, supports your heart health, got a great reputation. However, grapes have been on the environmental working group's list of dirty dozen for many years. What that means is that as many as 90% of your standard grapes that you buy in the produce section of your typical conventional grocery store, 90% of those grapes tested contain two or more insecticide toxins. It's the last thing you want to put in your body or feed to your children are insecticide toxins. They accumulate in the body. They disrupt the body's whole metabolism over time. The most common insecticides targets the insect's central nervous system and is lethal to bees and other pollinators. It appears to be less toxic to humans, but it can also cause mild symptoms such as abdominal pain, some people headaches, uh, diarrhea, you know, over time this accumulates. So the health alternative of the week this week is very simply, if you have a choice, and you do, choose organic grapes over conventional grapes, and then you can bypass the... the, uh, uh, toxins in the insecticides that are ingrained inside of that fruit as it grows. So my advice, keep those green, red, black grapes close at hand as long as they are organic. And you can find organic, 100% organic fresh fruits and vegetables at all natural grocer stores valley-wide. In fact, one of our favorite things to do in our family over the years for our kids, they don't hound us forever to give them junk food like their friends are getting, is to put the grapes in the freezer and freeze them, and then they take them out, and they're like little mini popsicles that they suck on and eat. Uh, That's a great trip 
Try it out for yourself. You'll like it. This week's Health Alternative of the Week, sponsored by Natural Grocers at naturalgrocers.com. Organic grapes. So good. So delicious. All right, let's see if we can get another phone call in before the end of the hour. Here is uh, Stephen Chandler. Welcome to the program, Steve. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bob, for taking my call. Um, I was diagnosed earlier this year as having long COVID. And, uh, you know, my lungs are good. My heart is exceptional and different things. But the long-lasting symptoms of fatigue and breathing problems and so forth. And uh, I just, I'm just curious if in, in your studies or your um, day-to-day interacting with other physicians have you heard anything about any kind of medications or cures or therapies other than just treating individual symptoms is mm-hmm. there anything in the pipeline that you know of anything All right. like well, that let me let me ask you this did you get a vaccine did you get the covid vaccine Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had those and the booster and so forth. I ended up getting COVID three different times. Uh, I'm not surprised. Most people do who have the vaccines, and it could be the vaccines that you're suffering from rather than the infection itself. And that is what I mean by that is the toxicity of the spike proteins that are in the trillions being manufactured in your body as we speak now. So what you have to concern yourself with is cutting off, neutralizing those COVID vaccines spike proteins that are still radiating and generating spike proteins in your body. How do you do that? Well, it's pretty simple. You've got to go on some pretty heavy regimens of things to counteract it. Vitamin C, quercetin specifically, vitamin D, uh, omega-3 fats. And this is a, a list, a long list, but this is a serious problem that's got you down. I also recommend about 50 milligrams of zinc. It's the same thing we did to try to prevent the infection in the first place. And then we work on the metabolic machinery and uh, the glutathione pathways using glutathione or N-acetylcysteine. There's also some information out there, some promising information about certain teas, Steve, that you can drink that can neutralize these spike proteins like pine needle tea, anise tea. Uh, uh, and also dandelion extract. So uh, I think the best thing for you to do since you've been you know, vaxxed to the max and you're still getting sick is work with a health practitioner, maybe a naturopathic physician who can test you and guide you through some of the ways to neutralize and keep this mitigated. And hopefully, uh, you know, you come back to uh, a semblance of normal if there is such a thing after the vaccines. I wish you well in any event, Steve, and thank you for your phone call. All right, we've come to the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. I want to ask you to also make it a healthy day and a healthy week. Until we're right back here next week, make it then. I'm Dr. Bob Martin. Be well.